You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, see? We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your tide and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, and my website is educateforlife.org. My guest today is Victor Marks. He holds the world record fastest gun disarm. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you could you could see that, what he just did right there. That's how he does the disarm. <laughs> um, he's also a uh, seventh-degree black belt. Is that correct, Victor? Yes. Yes. And a fifth-degree black belt in weapons. You betcha. Boy, nobody messes with you. Well, hey, it, what you can order online now. Yeah. It's limitless. I think it may be a sixth degree next week. All I got to pay the fee and order it. There you go. And Chaz uh, Yandall, uh, Chaz, um, you help Victor out traveling around the world, and you guys are doing ministry in Iraq now too. I write all his comedy material. For oh, okay. Yes, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, hey, if you're watching, I wanted to start off the show right away with um, giving you, uh, proving, you know, this is not just all talk. He actually can uh, disarm you very quickly. And uh, I've got a gun actually here in studio. It's not real. I don't know if I, you know, I didn't get permission to do this at the time, but it's not real. So I hope that's I a hope, big old gun. I, though. I know. I hope but, I'm, with I'm not uh, let go after this. <laughs> no, no. I'm paying them. So anyway, yeah. so, okay, here we go. We're going to do this. Okay. So you're a bad guy. You put up, hey, whoa, uh, this is not a good place to be. So, <laughs> this ain't much. There ain't no place to run. So we'll just snap it off. <laughs> Change things a little bit. I'm glad that's only a pellet gun. That's only a pellet gun right there. <laughs> that's incredible. Man. Well, uh, yeah, I, I was watching this on online and checking everything out. And, uh, boy, I mean, um, how quickly you do that. Did you have to go through a lot of training to be able to do that? Well, actually, I got it from Chuck Norris. And that's the, that is the truth. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, completely. <laughs> and, uh, and then I just started tweaking it about, gosh, it's been about 30 years. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to make it faster and um, for for my purposes. So it's been really great to use as a platform on two areas. One, training special operations guys in the soft community and Marines. And it's it's been a great career for me in that way. Even now, Peshmerga fighters uh, against ISIS. Uh, but who would know that that specific technique would gain so much popularity? On the internet. Yeah, you have like 30 million uh, views oh, gosh, on YouTube, is yeah. that right? That's just our channel. Whoa. We estimate it's, it's well over 100 million views with everybody else who's distributed. and So it's fun. It gets me recognized, and uh, uh, thankfully nobody's you know punched me in my eyeball. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's all know, been good. Everybody's thinking right now, has he ever had to actually use this? Yeah. yeah this, this technique has been used for reals, as people say. It's saved lives. And people I've trained, and then I've had to. Uh, have you personally been somewhere where you ended up having to use it? Or something like that? I would say a form of it. A form of it. Okay. 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 Got it. <laughs> Sounds good. So, 
Um, you know, when you were a kid growing up, uh, were you thinking to yourself, you know what, someday I want to be able to disarm somebody really quickly. That's what my goal is in life. How did, how did this happen? That's, how did a, great, you get to that's a great question. And actually, yeah, uh, you know, most things that we do uh, as adults, especially if it's an, you know, really extreme drivenness, uh, sometimes can be traced back to our childhood. Yeah. For me, um, I actually had a stepfather who was extremely abusive. Uh, to the point of torture as a kid. Whoa. And uh, he held a gun to my head. Uh, I was seven years old. When and you say torture, what do you mean by that? Like holding your head underwater or something? Right? Yeah, water torture in a tub till I passed out. Uh, I was tied down, electrocuted uh, in a barn. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. So it's uh, all that's actually documented on a film. Uh, uh, it's a documentary. We We actually went back to the places where some of this happened. And that was intense. So I never really talked about my story, but there were a lot of things that drove me, uh, you know, and disarming a gun. Because, I mean, he had a, it was a revolver, but he had a hammer back, his finger on the trigger, and I could see the rounds in the wow. cylinder. Yeah. And he would tap me on the side of my head, and he said, if, I, if you ever tell anybody, you know, what I've done, I'll just shoot you and tell the police that you were playing with a gun. And how old were you when that Seven. Came? I was about seven. Where were you growing up? I'm from the South, so I've lived predominantly in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas. Okay. And uh, so when you were growing up, you hit 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. As you're going through high school and all, is this stuff going through your mind? Are you thinking to yourself, I want to learn to defend myself? I want to learn to protect myself? I don't want to be taken advantage of? Yeah, I always, you know, wanted to have some type of better control, always. And um, so martial arts was, you know, one way to do that. Hunting and shooting was another um, but it wasn't until I actually graduated from high school, barely, and then joined the Marine Corps that I really started being able to uh, full throttle it so that the training matched my desire and then equipped me with the skill sets that I desired. Okay, so take us down that road. You're, you joined the Marine Corps right after high school. Yep. And you're... Um... Actually, I went to boot camp right here in San Diego. Oh, you did? I sure did. Which, uh, which base? Uh, Marine Corps. Uh, yes, MCRD. Uh, MCRD, okay. Yep. That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> uh, so so you come out here, you're you're doing this, and you're learning these sorts of things. Now, are you a Christian at this point in time? No. Negative, no, you're not. Negative. I was raised in a Christian environment. I was born Catholic, raised Baptist. Became, we did Pentecostal, charismatic stuff. Yeah. But I never had what people say, that, that personal relationship with God. But I knew a lot. I, even at one point, my mother had put me in a Christian school, you know, like, uh, help this guy. So yeah. I was in a Christian school for Yeah. Now, were your parents Christian? Years. Was your mother a Christian? My mother was a Christian. Okay. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, she had a real challenge background, which, um, you know, even if you're Christian, if you don't yield certain areas of your life over to God, mm-hmm. then you're not going to have successes. Uh, and I'm not talking about suffering. Suffering is... Standard, I mean, Christ. Prompt. Something comes along with the yeah. walk with Christ. Yeah, yeah. So, but but you know, she made bad decisions, and she ended up marrying six times. Oh man! So that was part of the challenge. I went to fourteen schools and lived in seventeen different houses. Now, do you have brothers and sisters? I do. Yeah. I have uh, pass a load of siblings, and uh, some of them walk with the Lord. Some of them do not. Some of them are still burnt, you know, yeah. by the fire of their childhood. Sure, sure. So uh, what happens? How do you become a Christian uh, when you're, you're um, going through the Marine Corps? At what point do you start thinking about God more and, 
eventually become a Christian. Yeah, you know, I mean, I love people's stories. How, yeah. how do we all, you know, come to faith to that point of really trusting and surrendering? So I had a lot of knowledge, but there was in no way was I willing to yield my life or give my life to God. Uh, because really, partly, I saw what it did not do for my mother. And I say that with the most respect and love, and my mother knows she's still alive. Um, and it wasn't until I was out here on my own, completely separated from everything, and I was experiencing my own failures in life. Uh, so I would party. I'd drive down from Camp Pendleton to San Diego. I'd go clubbing. You know, we'd fight. We, You know, and, and really, I'd say there's a— there was one guy in the Marines I served with, J.J. Ramirez. And uh, he would see me getting dressed and ready to go party. He'd go, hey, man, have a good time, but be careful. I'm praying for you. And he was a stellar believer. Yeah. Who, he had a real solid moral code. I had a moral code, but I couldn't live by it. Yeah. <laughs> it was skewed, you know, but I was like, hey, you know, as long as I'm not hurting anybody. But I can remember waking up drunk, passed out, hung over in a parking lot, and thinking, Thinking about JJ, he had such a peace. Yeah. It's like, dang it. I'm trying to get the best out of life. This really bites. And uh, so a couple of things that happened where I would got in trouble in the Marine Corps, too. Uh, and uh, and it wasn't until my, yeah. We got about a minute left. Okay. But- it wasn't until my, uh, my biological dad sent me a letter while I was still in the Marine Corps. Uh-huh. Wrote me this letter. And he said, uh, this is a guy who was originally a drug dealer and a pimp. And a practicing warlock. Oh my gosh! That man, you've got quite a background. Oh, he didn't even—he <laughs> didn't even claim me as this kid. Whoa! So there was no love lost between us. I, you know, I hated him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, while I'm in the Marine Corps here at Camp Pendleton, he sends me a letter that says, "Hey, I know you think I'm crazy because he spent time in a mental hospital." I'm like, "Yeah, I think you're crazy." He goes, "But this time, I'm crazy for Jesus Christ." And I'll tell the listeners more about it after the break. You should have had your dad on the on the show with. You. <laughs> oh yeah, seriously. That's that's I did everywhere I went before he went home to heaven. A practicing warlock. Wow, mm-hmm. that's something I have not. I've had a witch on the show, but not a warlock yet. So, anyway, my guest today is Victor Marks. Uh, VictorMarks dot com. That's with an X. And uh, check out all his stuff. He's doing all kinds of amazing things, traveling around the world. Please support his ministry. Um, he has a book out about his life, also. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue this discussion and uh, learn more about what he's doing and uh, his amazing testimony. We'll be right back. Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family-owned, Cash and Carry and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Maine and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. 
Hi, this is Kevin Conover. Will you please donate to Educate for Life so we can share the truth of God's Word with kids in public schools? You can donate online at donatetoefl.org. The Bible used to be read in public schools on a regular basis prior to the 1960s, but today most kids are completely clueless when it comes to the content and the historical and scientific accuracy of the Bible. Please help us by donating online at donatetoefl.org. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. I will cast my cares on you. You're the anchor of my hope, the only one who's in control. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And my website is educateforlife.org. You can listen to a recording of this show and previous shows. We've got kinds, all kinds of great stuff up there. But I, I have to admit, this is the first time I've had a gun in the studio. Here it is right here. It's not real. It's not real. <laughs> but it's big. Uh, but it is big, yeah. It looks kind of real, except for the orange tip there. And uh, Victor Marks, my guest today, he actually disarmed that. He holds the world record for uh, fastest gun disarm, 0.28 seconds. That's not 28 seconds. That's 0.28 seconds. That's a quarter of a second, right? Yep. <laughs> That's incredible. So um, is anybody trying to beat your record? I hope so. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've held it long enough. Yeah. I'm getting old. And when did you? When did you? Uh... I was a handful of years ago. Uh-huh. And, and uh, again, we we just kind of went that route, just to use it as a platform. But uh, crazy, it's, it's just gone unchallenged. Yeah. And which, uh, <clears throat> you know, we put a little twist on it. If people go to my website or the YouTube channel or Facebook, they'll see what I what I do is uh, have a guy have his finger on the trigger, the hammer back, and with my hands down, I actually snatch the weapon, pull the magazine out, and point it back at him. Mm. And uh, so, and, in order to officially beat your record, you have got to do, do those, that. Yeah. And uh, so, your goal is to get that weapon out of his hand before uh, the, the the hammer, hammer falls. Yeah. Typically, uh, typically, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, they'll pull the trigger in the air while I'm pointing the weapon at them. Oh, yeah, their finger, they're doing this, <laughs> and you can see it. They're doing this, and I've got the weapon at them, and then they typically let out now you, a string of profanity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was afraid maybe my hand was going to, you were going to break my hand in the process or something. Yeah, like, no, no. you can. You can really lump somebody up, Yeah, but I've done it, you know, I mean, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of times. So I've learned to be very yeah. gentle with people. You're doing a... Uh, you do assemblies with students, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So, they, I mean, they get a huge kick out of that. They do. I mean, we originally started doing this in the youth prisons around the country, and my wife was the first person to record me with an old little flip phone, you know, and I pulled up a gang member, and, uh, you know, and I just moseyed in there like an older guy, and, and he held this gun, and, 
And uh, and this is what I said. Pull the hammer back from him. I said, if you can, if you can, you know, pretend to shoot me before I get to you, would y'all listen to me for 20 minutes? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> but he's holding it to me all of a sudden, boom, snatched out, magazine in hand, pointing out, and he's all, Oh, oh, and then they just went nuts, and uh, I was like, "Oh, this may work." Yeah, you got their attention. Uh, yeah, from there on out, they called the street cred, and uh, we've seen tremendous fruit because that actually, you know, for young men, they appreciate the machismo, the you know, testosterone sure. deal, and yeah. then I, o- older men too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, the the. Have you ever I, done done any men's retreats or something like that? Oh gosh, I've done about everything under the sun yeah. from. Police chief conferences to men's conferences to stuff overseas now. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, Dr. Dobson, of course, you're familiar with Doc. He um, he had me out for his uh, gathering, his big annual gathering. And, uh, you know, it's so funny. I speak and I did this thing for the men at lunch and then during the dinner banquet party, he had me come up and do it again, <laughs> but this time on his bodyguard with a live weapon that we had to clear. And it was like, so the ladies could see. I'm oh like, Doc, God. really? I mean, <laughs> like, come on up. So sometimes, you know, I feel like a monkey in cymbals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get tired of doing that. Huh? No. He he wanted to get as much uh much out of you as he could. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> we we laughed, but again, I I I do feel like God has given me speed. I can hit a person eight times in one second. I just posted a video of a high school assembly, and um and even with my gun to some some colleagues, really great martial artists. They actually thought I had rigged my gun to spring the magazine out. And that was the rumors going around. I was like, wow, thanks. That <laughs> that's, really... just, that's just how good you are. That, that's a compliment, right? That was a compliment. <laughs> I was like, gosh, all right. I, I, I didn't know y'all liked it that much to, to think it's fake. So, yeah. That's great. So we, when we left off last segment, we were talking about how your, your father sent you a letter out yep. there. Yeah. And so, so was that how quickly did you turn your life over to Christ. Was that a, a quick thing? or was No, that a, actually, I, I read the letter and I was thinking, what is this, this guy's angle? He's always got an angle. <laughs> He's trying to get it, take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, now I'm in the Marine Corps. What, what, you want to reach out to me? And uh, and it, But his letter was convincing enough that, you know, because he was really apologizing for never being a dad. Yeah. And uh, then he, you know, he said, come visit me. So I did. And he actually... Uh, took me to a church, and uh, I clearly, I think I was moved by men that came with us. They were all fighters. He he would train fighters. He was a bouncer, too. And these men, they were all worshiping the Lord. I mean, they were singing like yeah. they really meant it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, whoa, whoa. And all of a sudden, I felt the Holy Spirit convict me. And it was the first time I really, really, really sensed God saying, I love you. And then I knew how sinful I was. I was never willing to admit how yeah. sin, because yeah, I could blame other people for their sins against me. You know, the child molester, the guy who left me in a commercial cooler for dead when I was five, my stepfather who tortured, you know, all of this, the, I had plenty to blame. It was in that one moment of time, it was June 22nd, 1986, that I felt a drip, I mean, a micro drip of God's love. Mm. And his holiness, which made me realize how sinful I was, yet he loved me. And, you know, we had a philosophy growing up. You never hit a man when he's down. You kick him. So, you know, I I was sitting there. I thought you were a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just an effective guy. So, you know, I was sitting there thinking, why are you telling me you love me? 
I'm admitting I'm a bad person. I've done, and that's God. This is the part where you kick me. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I completely, and he just keeps saying, no, I love you. I love you. And that's, I, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance, right? Yeah. And I, I have to say, I really did repent, but it was easy because I knew how bad I was. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and how much he loved me. Was a, so that's when the journey started. And I mean, you know, I uh, I tell people it's not about perfection. To this day, I've been walking with the Lord 30 years. Mm. I think I see my sinfulness even more now than I did when I first began. Yeah. yeah. It may not be completely outward things like I used to, but, but you know, just sin of commission. Yeah. Lord said, I want you to do, but I say no. And, but I, when I, that day, when I went to that altar, because they said, come forward. I was emotional. I was, oh, I could just feel God's love on me. And this is exactly how it happened. An elder, you know, walks up and he puts his hand on me to pray for me. And he goes, young man, can I pray for you? And when this guy touched me, it triggered me. I snapped up to him. I grabbed him. I said, touch me again. I'll break your jaw. And I was like, snot crying. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, poor guy, poor yeah. old guy. He was like. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he was he was a middle age guy because oh, I was yeah. only twenty. Yeah. Uh, so he was probably thirty five, which is old to me. Yeah. Then, but I was, and my dad was my dad was sitting on the front pew with his hands. He was leaning back. He goes, uh, "I know the boy. I live alone. He'll hit you." And uh, <laughs> and and then they let me go, and and I stayed there a long time. To most everybody was out of the church. So God's real like that. Mm. He wants to touch people's lives. Yeah. What do you say to a What do you say to a person who, you know, they look at what they've been through, all the things they've done wrong, yep. all the wrong things that have been done to them, and you know they're in a place where they're they're saying, nah, "God doesn't want me," and I don't want God. Uh, what What do you say to that person that's sitting in that that's listening or that's sitting in that? Audience? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's truth. You know, there's truth and there's lies, mm. and the truth is, uh, you we have done bad, and you probably done horribly bad some things, people that are listening, and you don't deserve God's love, neither did I. But the, but the truth also is he wants to pour out his love on you. He wants to forgive you, and it has nothing to do with you. You can't. You can't earn this stuff. How good you are or how bad you are. No, gosh. Yeah. It, the only way we're made right before God, as I understand it, is because of the cross. Mm. And, you know, the cross is really what stumbles people. And believe me, I know, being in the Middle East, hmm. uh, when you bring up the cross, holy shenikes, yeah, well, that's, it, it gets real. <laughs> this is a good place for us to pause here, kind of a teaser for our listeners out there. When we get back, we're, t- we're going to talk about what uh, Victor and Taz and their team are doing over in the Middle East and uh, how you have, uh, you call it um, high-risk missions, I believe, That's what right? they call us, yeah. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk about what they're doing. Uh, please check out his website, victormarks.com, that's with an X, and please support them. Because uh, they're doing amazing stuff and rescuing a lot of people uh, from uh, the seat of the devil. Okay, we'll be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. What do leading local restaurants have in common? 
They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. Imagine restoring your health in a peaceful cabin in the forests of Julian, California. Milan Chessman knows the power of nutrition, detox, cleansing, and fasting. She is a 34-year pioneer, best-selling author, and nutritionist, and personally supervises and cares for you with a servant's heart. See testimonials and solutions for common health problems at a1fastingretreat.com, 619-562-5446. Hi, this is Kevin Conover. Will you please donate to Educate for Life so we can share the truth of God's Word with kids in public schools? You can donate online at donate2efl.org. The Bible used to be read in public schools on a regular basis prior to the 1960s. We want to reach kids in public schools by passing out 5,000 free videos on the scientific accuracy and foresight of the Bible. Please help us by donating online at donate2efl.org. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin. From the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. I'm giving it all away. No more hiding. No more stalling. I hear you call. Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, and my website is educateforlife.org. If you want to pick up a recording of the show, if you're just tuning in, you missed some of it, uh, you can pick it up on our website. We, we're on iTunes. Uh, we podcast the show. We're on Facebook. We're also on YouTube. And uh, you can see our, our pretty faces. Uh, Victor has hair. I don't. But we do both have beards. And uh, Chaz, same thing here. And um, we're talking about uh, what he's doing around the world. He's a seventh-degree black belt. And he's also a fifth-degree black belt in weapons, uh, uh, a Marine, and also has the record for the fastest gun disarm in the world, 0.28 seconds. So I, I got to experience it firsthand here in the, uh, in the studio. So uh, first time for everything. Uh, Victor, you guys are over in the Middle East. What what drew you guys? Uh, when did that seed plant, and when did you decide, hey, I feel like God is calling us towards the Middle East? Yeah, well, Chaz saw the opportunity to extend his Tupperware uh, <laughs> network. Yes. It's and a multi-level marketing. It absolutely. is. Yeah, yes. He just goes, wow, in the midst of chaos in Syria, Iraq, we're, we, we need to move in. We need to help the people in the Middle East learn how to burp. Classic <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Chaz, you, I mean, you share a little bit, man. You, uh, Chaz has been part of this nearly from the beginning, and he's crazy as me. 
And I've known Chaz too for a long time too. Which is yeah, weird. all the way back to when you were in youth group. Yeah, yeah. what makes school, me feel old? Grade, high school. Man. Wow. <laughs> so we go way back. Kevin. Yeah. yeah, the Chaz is legendary. <laughs> he is. It all boils down to relationships, I believe, and that's what how we end up going to the Middle East. Uh, we have some people that we know that were friends with somebody from the Middle East, and this person actually, um, I can say this right, started the counterterrorism uh, unit, unit in Iraq. And they thought we should meet this person just to meet him. Well, but they were aware of uh, what he did, what Victor did. Is that right? Or- yeah. 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 And, and, and really, these people who wanted us to meet kind of were involved with something called the surge uh, back in the late 2000s. And when the Operation Desert Shield and Storm, it wasn't being effective. And the thought process was, you know, bullets and bombs ain't doing this. We need a friend. Mm-hmm. We need somebody within uh, the Iraqi uh, uh, tribal system. And so that's how basically things ended up moving forward was they had a friend. And so these guys were involved in helping that come together are looking at what's going on now in the Middle East and said, it's just like before, but we need a friend. And we think this might be the time. And so they had the person who they wanted uh, from that Iraqi uh, system. And we can't say his name, right? For Correct. Obvious no. Okay. And, <laughs> and, but but they, what they wanted, though, was like, who is the guy on this side that could be who we introduced him to because they, the, the man didn't want to meet with anybody having to do with the government or with the military. And so this person who started the CT unit who had met Victor and fell in love with Victor when we met him just thought, well, I think maybe Victor's the guy. And so because of these relationships, that's how we basically got an invitation from somebody. Yeah. He'd like to meet you. Yeah. And so, so we call him the professor. Yep. So as far as, uh, missions is concerned and what you're doing there um you know how did that develop and what are you guys doing now i mean can you actually share the gospel in iraq or is that are you oh yeah you can yeah you can share the gospel anywhere yeah well what i'm saying is (laughs) it just depends on how long (laughs) your your mission is gonna be um we were here's here's a great thing our entree was we were able to provide trauma relief, psychological care for girls who had been held captive by ISIS. Okay. Now, that was the funding that, that was provided to be able to help those girls? or uh, That was only through private donations okay. from uh, our organization, ATP Ministries. Yeah. There was no government. We, we have never taken money from any government. Uh, we prefer to stay autonomous, without attachment, pure, and do undefiled religion. Yeah. Right? So, or freedom to share the gospel openly. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, we, we first live the gospel before we share it. Mm. Uh, and in that climate environment in Iraq, uh, we've been to multiple camps. Uh, mm-hmm. We were in Sinjar. We just got back from <laughs> Mosul <laughs> in the middle of the fighting. Yeah. Just, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no, just. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, recently. So, so we were there and really got into Mosul. I mean, we were... We were <laughs> As the American Special Operations Unit said, where were y'all? Because uh, we were 15 clicks further than any other American had been at the time. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Are, now, now, should you be afraid? Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, because you said in the last yep. segment, you said, hey, when the cross cross gets brought up, yeah. uh, it, it creates conflict. Well, here's the deal. There's a difference between fear and danger. Yeah. Fear mm-hmm. is these emotions that will destroy you. They torment you. Yeah. But they're just, they're not real. Danger is real. When you're driving uh, in a Land Cruiser and mortars are hitting by you from ISIS, 
Yeah. That's real danger. Is that theoretical or is it that really? Oh, that, no, that really that happened. That, oh, that yeah. happened. We've got video on our yeah. YouTube page and, yeah. uh, and, and Facebook page. So, VictorMarks.com there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's actually hard for some Christians, even Christian leaders we know, to get their mind wrapped around going, what? no, what? And we go, yeah. So it was the special operations community and intelligence community that kind of tagged the nickname to us. Uh, it was first with me. He goes, you're a high-risk missionary. I go, um, I, don't, I don't know. I, he goes, dude, y'all are going in environments that we're there. But we have weapons and, you know, backup. You told them, hey, I can disarm somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I can disarm a mortar round <laughs> if I can get to the guys. Uh, so w- what all that does, again, it builds credibility among the locals, whether Muslims, Shia, Sunni, Yazidis, Kurds, that says, you're living your faith because why are you here? And we say, God loves us and we love y'all. Yeah. And he sends us here to help, help with the children, help with the girls that have been hurt, and even to the point of helping facilitate rescuing girls or people that are being held by ISIS. And we've had tremendous success. Trafficked and so, so forth. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So that has given you an opportunity, a platform to be able to tell them about Jesus. Or they know you're a Christian. Oh, so. they absolutely know. So I've heard that a lot of Muslims are getting actually saved right now over in the Middle East because... I think so. Yeah. So um, have you seen any fruit from that, like, d- directly? I, oh, yeah. I mean, they'll shut the door. We've we've had it where they'll shut the door and go, what is this thing about a relationship with God or Allah? Yeah. You know, how do you... How, what? And then they'll go... We had one person go, you know, my religion's stupid. <laughs> you know, and he's he's all look what it's caused. Yep. And although I do, ne- I personally never attack Islam. Yeah, I don't think I have to. Yeah, because I look at my worldview as a kingdom of darkness and light. And I promise you, I don't have to say every person, every Muslim is dark, because it's simply not true. Mm. There are some that genuinely love, of course, yeah, love God. So uh, I'll say this: um, I've been to mosque in Iraq. Mm. And I've seen men worship and pray to Allah. And I've also felt the power of God's spirit convicting me in there saying, why do you judge all of these men? Some, this is all they know. Mm. It's the only way they're sincere. And it's almost like Paul where, you know, he goes, Hey, I'd like to have the opportunity to, so it's been it's been great. It's been amazing. Yeah, and, it gives and uh, empathy for the people too, and compassion. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I would just say this: a lot of Christian people who write books on, you know, how bad this and that, and and even some former Muslims, they have to be careful because sure. they can have a prejudice because mm-hmm. of what they came out of versus a love. Yeah. I believe in righteousness and justice, and we've seen that happen mm-hmm. against evil workers because sometimes there's a place for that. Yeah. We got to love. It's all got to be molded by love. Yeah, and that's what Christ showed us. I mean, He was on the cross saying, "Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing." Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's fantastic. Well, we've got a couple segments left, and I want to talk about what you you made trigger the movie. I'm curious what again, like what drove that? Where did that come from? And uh, I want to also talk a little bit more about uh, what you're doing around the the world with you. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, Victor Marks is my guest today. Stay with us. In 
1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. A lot is riding on your car's safety and performance. Count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard. Honesty, integrity, and quality service. ASC, BBB, and NAPA certified. 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at expressfixcoffee.com. There's got to be more than going back and forth. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And uh, my guest today is Victor Marks. That's Victor Marks with an X.com and uh, TriggerTheMovie.com. You can check them out there. Uh, please support what they're doing. They just got back from Mosul uh, not too long ago and uh, doing ministry over in the Middle East, high-risk missions. And I meant to ask you earlier, yeah. Victor, um, being you know somebody that's been so involved with uh, martial arts for so long, yep. what is the specific type of uh, martial arts that you, you've learned? Yeah, Um uh, the Judy Chop. No, I, I've trained in all kind of martial arts. Uh, Have you ever thought about doing UFC or something? Uh, I no, they hurt you. You get hit, <laughs> and it's like, ow. Um, actually, that's funny. Frank Shamrock. Uh, actually, I do a gun disarm, and he's actually featured in one of our versions of Trigger the movie. Okay, uh, which Great. is really interesting. Uh, but uh, I train in a system. Predominantly called Keijudo or Cajun Karate. That's the nickname. Cajun. It's Cajun Karate. Okay. Uh, you, they yeah. only teach that in Louisiana. Is that right? Oh, we well, we busted out. We, <laughs> we we broke free. So it's it's actually in different places, and we're probably going to teach a form of it overseas too as okay. a as a platform. Now, which is better, uh, Cajun uh, Karate or Bruce Lee's uh, Karate? I think if I had to choose one or the other, I would choose the. Uh, 
Jedi Knight mind deal. Okay. Because <laughs> you can that's move stuff. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I... You don't even have to touch a person. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Uh, so when we, when we left off, we were talking about uh, you recently came out with a movie, or I'm not sure, has it come out yet, Trigger the Movie Doc? It, it'll be coming out this month. This month, okay, yeah. great. And uh, can you share with us the background of that and why yeah. you decided to make that movie? Gosh, well, my first film was a Victor Mark story. It was my testimony in a documentary form uh, talking about abuse and God's ability to, to save and heal. And that's uh, the message you speak around to a lot of the schools. It is, It's yeah. it, and, um, and youth prisons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've been doing this for 14 years, our ministry with ATP, and uh, we're in over a thousand juvenile facilities wow. just in the U.S. Now that's all things possible for those of you listening. Yep. Uh, ATP is all things possible. That's Philippians four thirteen, right? I yes. can do all things through Christ who yep. strengthens me. So, so you said you're in a thousand. Yeah, juvenile. I've facilities? ever spoken. My book or film was in over a thousand juvenile facilities as of today here in the U.S. So, uh, my book is one of the most read books there, even more than the Bible. And that freaks Christians out. They're like, oh, my gosh. But I'm all like, hey, you're not going to get a gang member to pick up a King James and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, oh, I, I, and that. but you get a book of a testimony that someday can relate to and grab onto that's full that's of a scriptures. Witness, a witness it's a witness to the, to the Lord. And then they're reading scriptures. And by the end of it, they're like going, well, I want to read more of it. Yeah. And I tell them, well, here's where you got to go to learn about Jesus. So uh, the film triggered is a natural byproduct of the overwhelming response that we had from my first film and my testimony. People saying, I suffered. I suffered abuse or trauma or, you know, experience death of loved one. My mind doesn't work like I think it should. And that's where I think the, the Christian church has been behind is uh, not wanting to address, you know, the, 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 the mental health aspect yeah. of being a Christian. And so, you know what? Uh, we brought together the top subject matter experts that are, you know, um, that help with trauma care for post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. And uh, and then we— And that's a huge problem with the military, oh, too, huge. as far as— uh, 22 men and women veterans dying a day at their own hand. That's 22 a day? 22 a US day. U.S. veterans? U.S. Well, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. And— we have a and we have a gigantic military community here in San Diego, right. and I know that we actually have. Uh, I've had it talked about that. I had two chaplains on the radio radio from the Navy, yep. and they talked about um, how there's a lot of spousal abuse and everything oh, because of all of the absolutely and suicide and these sort yeah. of things because of the trauma. Look, our psyche can only handle so much. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. God's grace is sufficient in all things, and yet there are, there are consequences of trauma that yeah. affect people, yeah. uh, and it's different for different people, but we put together this film to have hope and healing for all people, not just vets, yeah. not just military, but, you know, the, the little girl that was raped, uh, you know, the, the, the wife that was beaten, uh, the husband who lost his wife to a car accident, and he can't, you know, I mean, yeah. real, real world trauma. Something that just right. stays with you and you can't, won't go out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there are real practical ways to deal with this that uh, scientific and, and absolutely psychological and counseling, these yep. sorts of things. And it's still the grace of God to do it. Sure. But we've entered that space because only secular points of view were offered for that. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Whether, yeah. And and because, I, I, you know, I, I've interviewed several people on addiction and these sorts of things. We've talked to people about that. And they say that's a big deal too. It's it's along the same lines. Absolutely, because their brain has been affected, and people are like, "Hey, just stop that! Just stop that! Just stop that!" And they're like, "I just can't." Yeah, and I'll tell you what, uh, for another time and date, 
you know, we'll share with you the highest level of what we believe spiritual warfare can be gained victory in through prayer over demonic oppression that we've seen tremendous. It's called retooling prayer, but that's for uh, it's another sure, time, sure. but man. That's kind of uh, in the scriptures where Jesus says, um, the disciples come to him and say, hey, why couldn't we cast this demon out? Right. And then the, the Jesus says this kind of only comes out by prayer and fasting. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, it's I'm telling you, we have an approach that's non-dramatic, very quick. Literally within five minutes, I can tell a believer or non-believer if they have some type of spiritual oppression on them that's directly driving them with lies. So we use a scripture, take everything captive, don't be ignorant of the enemy's schemes and mm-hmm. strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, so... Huh. That's fantastic. Now, yeah. do you, is that part of triggered, or do you have an additional project? That, that's it, it, that's an additional project that okay. that that's going to be because uh, we've used this for almost every, I mean, multiple countries, and at the, uh, it's amazing mm-hmm. uh, uh, to see the. And I'm I'm really data or proof driven. Sure, it doesn't matter what a person says; it's yeah. what they do. And when you see the proof of prayer in a person's life in an instantaneous moment. Uh, and then God be glorified. That's cool. You just go, holy <laughs> miracle. But, uh, uh, but you know what's sad? There, there are Christians out there that are absolutely afraid of this. I, I had a pastor tell me, if this is really true, then what do I, what would I do at my whole church? I go, I don't know, maybe pray for some of them. Because <laughs> when I speak at a church and offer prayer for this, yeah. there, there's lines, people staying there for one to Two to four hours. Specifically, you're talking about the oppression, the demonic yes. oppression. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you know, some Christians are like, oh, uh, uh, you know, I, I, the Christians can't be possessed. And I go, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, we're talking about oppression. We're talking about uh, an assignment or yeah. an a, against a well, believer. I, I mean, the Bible is blatantly clear. It right. says uh, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. But oh my against the Spiritual powers in the heavenly realms. So it's like. Oh, I mean, could it be any more clear? <laughs> we agree with you. Yeah, we, we agree with Scripture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and especially, I mean, not just here in, in the States, but missionaries face a lot of oh, this kind of stuff. And you see manifestations greater. I mean, yep. Chaz was in the Philippines for 25 years, sure. and you've seen a few things. <laughs> seen some stuff that make your hair go away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you've seen some too, Kevin. Well, I, I actually had something happen at Verizon. I, 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 I won't get into it now, but... But, uh, yeah, for me, it, that became crystal clear. Uh, yeah. And now that I've had, you know, I had a guy from Africa on who's from, um, uh, blanking on, on where he's from, but he basically. Africa. Yeah, Africa. Yes. We're going to say yes. Africa. Africa. <laughs> there you go. He basically said that's how he got saved. He had to reject the witch doctor and everything and all kinds of demonic activity. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I had a taxi driver driving me somewhere. I'm exhausted, and he's like telling me how bad his life is, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a Christian. <laughs> I just need to come on. And, and finally, I just go, dude, your life sounds really jacked up. And he goes, it is. I go, if I could tell you within five minutes whether you have evil, if you believe in evil, he goes, yeah, I believe in it. Tracking you, assigned to you to destroy your life, <clears throat> and these are some of the manifestations of it. Would you want me to find out? He goes, well, sure. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, Victor. <clears throat> this is good for our guests. Yeah. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this. we got one more segment left. VictorMarks.com with an X is my guest today. And uh, amazing testimony and stories. And uh, please support him and the ministry and what they're doing. (laughs) Just took my gun. We'll be right back.
For 36 years, Fastlane Kayaking has helped people like you experience everything that's great about San Diego. Fastlane makes fishing and water sports fun and easy. Hobie Cat kayaks feature a popular pedal system, not paddles, keeping your hands free as you fish. You no longer need to tow and gas up a boat to experience great San Diego fishing. Call or come in for your no-charge demo ride. 619-222-0766. Fastlanesailing.com. At Dana Landing Marina across from SeaWorld. 619-222-0766. Imagine restoring your health in a peaceful, quiet cabin in the forest. Every 56 seconds, an American learns they have cancer. Every 67 seconds, someone gets an Alzheimer's diagnosis. Local nutritionist and author Milan Chessman knows the power of nutrition, detox, cleansing, and fasting. Discover A1 Fasting Retreat, nestled in the woods in Julian. See testimonials and solutions for common health problems at a1fastingretreat.com, 619-562-5446. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Main and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Hi, I'm Marissa Conover, and I would love to help you buy or sell your home. I've worked as a realtor for more than 13 years, and as a San Diego native, my passion and experience will help make your move as peaceful as can be. Call me at 619-251-1577. That's 619-251-1577. Or visit ConoverHomes.com. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My guest today is Victor Marks, M-A-R-X dot com. And uh, he is, if you haven't been tuning in, if you haven't been listening, he has the record for the fastest gun disarm in the world, 0.28 seconds. And he has a ministry, All Things Possible, based off Philippians 4.13. Uh, They're traveling around the world. And uh, Chaz is in the studio, too, here with him, who's been working with him for a long time. And uh, we've just been learning about TriggerTheMovie.com, which is a movie about PTSD. And uh, there's a lot of trauma out there. If you're listening, it's very likely you yourself have been through trauma. I'm sure uh, we all have uh, crazy stuff that happens to us in this life. and We all need help. We need God's help. And ultimately, um, that's where Victor Marx is pointing. So, uh, Victor, uh, this has been a big blessing having you on the show here. And um, I wanted to ask you, you said um, that what you're really seeing a lot of is people lining up to uh, be freed from oppression. And these yeah, for things. prayer. And... Uh, both here and outside the country. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, what would you say to somebody right now who's that's resonating with them? You said this guy. Uh, in the taxi. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, here's a guy, not a believer, uh, 32 years old, psychology major, divorced, 
life was just, you know, and I just asked him, do you want me to check and see? I can typically tell within five minutes if you have demonic oppression on you. That's really targeting. He goes, sure. We pulled over, prayed. There was definitely something. And we have steps that just ping, 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 ping. It's very data-driven. We write stuff down. And he just goes, oh, my gosh. This makes all the sense in the world now. Why my life is so huge breakthrough. And as we're, you know, bringing my location, we're taking my bags out. I said, hey, um, do you know Jesus Christ personally? Like, in a, he goes, well, no. I go, well, do you think you should surrender your life to the one who just freed you from evil? He goes, that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. And we prayed he gave his life to Christ right there. That's fantastic. And he goes, man, I can't even <laughs> explain how I feel. I said, well, you know what? Go get a Bible and start reading about Jesus. Yeah. So, um, well, I, wanna, yeah. I want to, I want, I want to get your book. If you're writing a book or making a movie, I want to get that. Well, yeah. That, that is the <laughs> next sold. one on the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, um, you are currently, um, are you going back to the Middle East anytime soon or? We've facilitated 14 operations or missions since last year. Are you going to stay in Iraq or are you going? We actually have just recently, uh, Got a place, yeah, in northern Iraq. So we're moving there. Uh, it, we have a lot of Iraqis out in uh, East County. I know. Of, yeah. Guy, uh, guy just uh, towed my car. Assalamu alaikum. I- Iraq. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, we we are um, we have a passion for the Middle East. God is helping us um, set up outreaches there, both Iraq, Syria, Turkey. Um, Syria, and, even. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, with everything that's happening with the Oh, gosh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, we've had associate teams go in. Uh, right up to Aleppo. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, when when we say some of our teams and we do high-risk work, our new, we had to get an up-armored vehicle. We had a team in there, uh, free their press with Dave Bank, and he calls me on a sat phone. He's like, oh, we're in thin-skinned vehicles, and it's bad. He goes, can, can you get us an armored vehicle? So I, I contacted our constituents and donor base and prayer people. I go, we need, a, we need an armored vehicle. And we got one, and... Uh, it's actually been shot 14 times as of this week. One sniper round, these are all by ISIS fighters, went right through the battery, and the car continued to run as a Land Cruiser. And uh, so those videos are all online, YouTube. Uh, I mean, it's it's actually very funny. Yeah, well, well kind of, I guess. <laughs> in, a, in a glorious way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, hey, I want to be involved with what you're doing. Yep. Is that something that somebody can just hop into or they need to go through special training or how does that yeah, work? No. They got to be able to disarm a gun in yeah. a second. They got to go through ninja training yeah. and then Jedi Knight training. <laughs> and then, no, we tell people first this one, get to know who we really are. Follow us on social media, website, get on our email list, pray for us, get our DNA by what we're doing, mm-hmm. and then start praying. Then if you're able, support us financially. I don't care if you're rich, poor, send a dollar a month. Yeah. Put some skin in the game, right, step by step by step, and then contact us and say, hey, man, I've been following you all for a bit, and I don't know, maybe God's calling me to do a short-term mission trip or whatever, and then we'll see about after they're vetted, you know, because yeah. uh, we've had people go, yeah, I want to go and just kill ISIS people. And we go, wow, that's great. That's not us. Um, <laughs> there are times we, we do carry weapons only because they're shooting at us or trying to kill us or people that we're helping. So uh, there's a place for personal defense or defending children and women you're helping. Mm. But some guys, they mistake that for direct action. And sure. they're like, hey, I want to go. And it's like, no, we no, we're. We're really just missionaries. Now, your whole family's 
yep. over there. Is that right? Now, uh, are other families getting involved? And- yeah, there, there are other families that are in different places. God is drawing workers to that harvest field. There is no doubt. Yeah. I mean, there is no doubt. We're unique because I would say my, you know, my, I have a high profile there. So it, it, you know, we have to do things a little bit different as far as there are people that want to kill me. Yeah. We had a beheading threat last year. And, um, yeah. And very viable, proven that yeah. it was legit. Yeah, yeah. They call it a fatwa, I believe. Right? Like, yeah. They, yeah. Well, and, and I'm meeting the last gentleman I met with who we call the Sheikh, 300 million Muslims underneath his thought, you know, leadership. Uh, he's over 12,000 mosques. And he, you met with him? Yes. The, the, he flew to a different country to meet with me because the risk was too great for both of us. We met. We got everything on video. And I have this high Islamic leader telling, I asked him, is ISIS the caliphate? He goes, no, they're evil. Yeah. And when you get sound bites like that, that's going to be distributed into the Islamic community around the world. Yeah, that's a risk. Yes. When we finished, and it was great, it was like, oh, my gosh. 48 hours later, when he was back in Iraq, he was targeted and shot by a sniper from ISIS. Oh, my God. And the miracle deal is he didn't die. And we had a lot of people praying for him. Uh, but we're, man, we're, we thank the Lord. He contacted us through our guy last week, and he says he's ever, ever committed to working with us to help diminish the effects of extremism. Mm. And, uh, you know, what was great is I was able to share my testimony with him on film, mm-hmm. and then he was visibly moved, yeah? Yeah, totally. And everybody had said he had never met a born-again Christian. Mm. And then he leans forward after I share my testimony. This shocked me more than anything. He goes, I met the Billy Graham one time. <laughs> I said, what? What? <laughs> They spent three hours with Billy Graham privately years ago. Wow! Billy gave him a Bible. God is God is grabbing this. Guy. Oh, it's oh, yeah. unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable! And I'm so glad he lived because that's really a bad thing. Meet with Victor Marks and <laughs> yeah, you yeah. get you get swacked. <laughs> wow, man, that's incredible stuff. My guest today is Victor Marks, and that's victormarks.com. Um, you guys, I'm so blessed to have had you on the show today. Thank Thanks you so much. Thank Thanks you, Kevin. You guys just came from the airport, and uh, but. I'm going to be praying hard for you guys. And uh, if you're listening out there, please um, support what they're doing. It's uh, I know of nobody that's doing this kind of stuff. Uh, I, I'm, it's just amazing that you're willing to take this kind of a risk and uh, go out there and do that. But uh, what an example of laying down your life as a living sacrifice for Christ, you know. The love of God compels us. And yeah. really, there is no risk because we know that if we die, we win. Amen. So there is no risk. That's Amen. awesome, Chaz. That's Thank true. You. Yeah. Thanks, I got guys. it from his yeah. wife. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's what she's that's what I lean to. Don't she's that the to one me. that's like <laughs> Yeah. You know, she she went with me on our first mission in. I was like, honey, we're going in ISIS country. She goes, Well, what's the worst that happened? We die. I go, Yeah. She goes, But then don't we win? I'm like, yeah. You are wearing me out, woman. <laughs> Your faith. Ah! That's awesome. <laughs> hey, for those of you listening out there, thanks again for, for being with us today. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back again next Saturday. Uh, really appreciate your support. Check us out on Facebook. You can check Victor out on Facebook also, uh, YouTube or iTunes. And uh, Can I say something? Yeah. If it wasn't for you, and if someone's listening to this right now and they like this program, if it wasn't for you and your radio show, they wouldn't be hearing it. So let me just encourage the listeners, help this brother out. Amen. I mean, he it, seriously. Amen. It's <laughs> a, it, Victor it, said it. You know, Victor it, said it. Yeah. Okay. Because we will come <laughs> looking for you. Okay. Come on. Thanks a lot, Victor.
Okay, God bless you. Have a great Saturday. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email kevcon at educateforlife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at educateforlife.com. You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right. But that's all right.